Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything. Life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of The Surge Effect. It's been a couple of weeks since uh, my last podcast. Yeah, I did a week that was. I'm going to do another, another one today, a little week that was. A few things happening in the news cycle we're going to go over today is the resignation of England, France, and Sri Lankan's leadership, the WEC, World Economic Forum, um, the Ukrainian government not happy with Trudeau, of course, and uh, Japanese Prime Minister, uh, the past uh, Prime Minister being assassinated. Uh, Tamara Lich uh, not being released after a bail hearing and a 100-year-old veteran worries about America. Okay, so first off, cross the pond. We're going to show you a little video clip of Boris Johnson, who was the Prime Minister of Great Britain. He resigned after 50, that's right, 5-0 of his MPs decided to quit. So... Right after that, he resigned. Here's his uh, resignation speech in front of um, Downing Street. So have a look. It, thank you, thank you. It is clearly now the will of the Parliamentary Conservative Party that there should be a new leader of that party and therefore a new Prime Minister. And I've agreed with Sir Graham Brady, the chairman of our backbench MPs, that the process of choosing that new leader should begin now and the timetable will be announced next week and I've today appointed a cabinet to serve as I will until a new leader is in place. Now you probably couldn't hear but there were citizens wishing them well in the background here. Have a look at this clip. Sounds like they really love that guy, huh? Almost as much as everyone likes our guy. Anyway, these leaders, they're, they're dropping faster than Twitter stock, okay? They really are. Uh, England, France, the uh, Macron in France, he uh, resigned literally a few days after uh, Boris Johnson did. Did some underhanded dealings with some companies and was caught with his hand in the cookie jar. So anyway, he resigned. And then uh, around the same time, a couple of days later, everything's all happening within a few days of each other. The Sri Lankan uh, citizens stormed the capital and the president fleed. So have a look at this video clip of the citizens of Sri Lanka storming the capital. Wow. 
wow, that is power in numbers right there, folks. Power in numbers. That's crazy watching that uh, that footage. There's some pissed off Sri Lankans right there. They're pissed off because of their food and fuel and their medicines, huge shortages, and of course their their debt is through the roof, and their inflation rate is 54.6%, so it's out of control. So the people are like, you know what? You're doing a pretty shitty job. You're out. So anyway, he tried to flee uh, the country, the Sri Lankan president, and he was apprehended at the airport by security. So he was not allowed to leave the country, but he gave it a good go. Anyway, just it's, it's it looks like the citizens of other country they're just they're just tired of all the scandals. I'm sure that uh, you know the, the citizens of, of different countries uh, they see what's going on with these leaders. And like I've always said in my past podcast, that, that these leaders are in power to make our lives better, not to make our lives worse. And it seems like they're just they're making your life worse because it's it's not better. When you're paying more for food and fuel and taxing taxes and you're being treated like you're you're like property as opposed to a free citizen um people have just had enough so anyway i'm not sure what trudeau was thinking when he sent these fixed turbines back to russia after putting sanctions on russia he decided to send these fixed turbines back so by sending these fixed turbines back um, so they could use it for their uh, their Nord Stream 1 gas pipeline, Zelensky from the Ukraine lost his mind the other day, so he went off on Trudeau online about it because, of course, they're helping, out the, helping the Russians, you know, move gas. But, of course, Trudeau's looking at it like he's helping, helping Germany because they need gas. But the sanctions that, they're, that are aimed at Vladimir Putin and his enablers uh, they aren't designed to harm our allies and their populations, Trudeau said this, adding that Ottawa will continue to unequivocally stand with the Ukraine. So he said this after um, sending these uh, the fixed turbines back to Russia. Um, if you got to look at like Trudeau, you know, he sends fixed turbines to Russia so they can use their pipeline, the Nord Stream 1 gas pipeline. But yet, He's hostile towards pipelines here in his own country for the citizens of this country, for this country to do better and not worse. And he doesn't seem to care about that, which is kind of bizarre. But anyway, with, with everything that this guy has done to the great citizens of this country from, you know, calling us names and racists and misogynists and um, calling us all other kinds of names, you can find them online. I've, I've covered it before in my podcasts. I'm shocked that the other MPs in this government don't hold him to task and have a no confidence vote and pull him out of power because of the stuff that he has done to the citizens and the stuff that he has done to the government itself. Um, it, it just warrants him not being in power. He should be resigning along with his friends, uh, Boris Johnson and, uh, and Macron. Um, Anyway, it just amazes me that, that this has not taken place. It took place one time, and of course, they didn't. Uh, the NDPs didn't want to vote him out because, you know, basically they're in cahoots with him anyway. So, the liberal NDPs, they like to call them. They're just, they're all in one. Uh, anyway, this this prime minister, um, 
he needs to listen to the Canadian citizens, but he doesn't. He just doesn't listen to them. And the citizens of this country are not too happy with Trudeau either. Listen to the warm welcome that uh, a couple of people gave him when he was in the Calgary Stampede last week. Have a listen to this. Great to see you here. Great to see so many people representing you. as well. This is a moment to gather and to celebrate being able to gather once again. It's great to see everyone in person. So that guy that was talking to him directly was actually pulled away uh, with security guards. They pulled him out of there because that's why everything kind of went quiet. Because um, they don't want people, you know, heckling heckling the leader, of course, even though he, you know, he deserves a good heckling because he doesn't do anything for the citizens of this country. He does everything for himself. And that's what happens when you have somebody that's in power that was basically born with a silver spoon in their mouth and they weren't, they didn't grow up when, in hard times. They didn't grow up what it was like to be poor. Okay, so anyway, that's what happens. Now, I've covered uh, other uh, European Union members uh, talking about Trudeau and, and their, their feelings towards him. Uh, one of the people that I've covered was uh, Christine Anderson. She is a member of the European Parliament. Uh, this is her just about 10 days ago um, talking about Trudeau once again. So just uh, have a listen to, to her uh, her warm feelings towards Trudeau. Have a listen. <laughs> It was rather absurd when Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada, lectured this House on freedom, democracy and the rule of law, considering the quasi-totalitarian regime he runs in Canada. Unvaccinated Canadians are not allowed to board an airplane to leave the country. While unvaccinated passengers pose no risk to anyone, the vaccinated pilots, however, might. This vaccine may have actually rendered them unfit to fly. What a shocker. But aside from that, countries which deny their own citizens to leave the country do so because they are a dictatorship. Why is EU Parliament not all over Trudeau calling him out on these violations of human rights? Oh, wait. Since the EU Parliament is completely in line with the globalist's sick, brave new world agenda, it only calls out on governments which actually respect freedom, democracy, and the rule of law. Thank you. So people have an opinion, of course, you know, whether you like the guy, whether you don't like the guy. Obviously, you know, she doesn't like <laughs> she doesn't like him, which is understandable. I mean, because he's he says things that's just not conducive to be a good Canadian, right? Good Canadians don't don't talk the way he talks. Anyway, um, people can say what they want about the WEC and the sales conspiracy theory and what have you, but if you actually go to the WEC site, the World Economic Forum, WEF, sorry, um, uh, forum site, you'll see what their mission is and what they want and what they want to do and everything else. So, I mean, it's not like a conspiracy. It's literally right there on their site. You can go and have a read. And not only that, if you don't believe me or believe what you read on the site listen to actually Klaus Schwab this is the actual founder of the World Economic Forum and um, this is what he said just last week <laughs> listen to this guy so what should you do use the Millennials and the generation set what should you do differently most immediately 
you are calling for the international community to safeguard vaccine equity to respond to COVID-19 and prevent future health crises. Nobody will be safe if not everybody is vaccinated. Nobody will be safe if not everybody is vaccinated. <laughs> does this message, does this sound familiar at all? Does this, have you heard this message before? It sounds kind of familiar to somebody that uh, is in power in this country that seems to say that same thing, even in the house about every Canadian being vaccinated, every Canadian, right? Anyway, it was interesting. Uh, another thing in this past news was uh, Tamara Leach, she was being arrested, of course, uh, because she breached her bail conditions. And one of them was that she took a picture with one of the other uh, one of the other uh, organizers of the Ottawa truckers, Tom Marazzo. So here's a picture of them together. And uh, one of the conditions was that she had to have her lawyers present and, and what have you if she was around other organizers. Well, unbeknownst, of course, to the, the officer or detective, whoever was doing this didn't realize that her, her lawyers were literally sitting right there at the table with her at that meal. So they were present. Okay. So that, that just, that doesn't wash. And anyone can see that this is literally a political hit job. It's just a political hit job. The travesty of the Canadian justice system uh, is just, it's, it boggles my mind that Tamara, Tamara Lich, as well as Pat King, they were denied bail. They've been in, in, in jail since February, and both of them were denied bail. Now, Tamara and Pat King, actually, Pat King was just released today. It's July 18th, uh, Monday. He was released this morning, which is good on bail. But he's been in jail since February, which is just heinous. Anyway, they were both charged with mischief. Mischief under the Canadian Criminal Code, it's basically, um, it's a little flexible, but it's covering a wide range of... Um, uh, possible offenses, uh, interfering with computer data to mischief and danger in life or causing even death. The most common use of mischief is the context of protests related to interference with someone's right either to work or access property or their tools, said Martin Peters, who is a Vancouver lawyer. Now, Tamara, in my opinion, along with Pat King, they've been political prisoners in this whole mess. And it's the government that, that are pissed off because these people have large followings and they're vocal. In, about their message and they for some reason the government doesn't like people that are vocal and want to talk to other people in regards to things and let them think about stuff um, these people were denied bail they were incarcerated for months and did being denied bail for mischief if you just think about it about all the other people that have were charged with different offenses that could get out on bail I'm gonna give you an example there was this guy whose name is Marco Muzo back in uh, 2016 in, in Ontario, Canada. He killed four family members, three children and their grandfather, while he was DUI. Now, in 2016, he was given bail. He killed four people and was given bail. Now, Tamara Lich and Pat King were in jail for mischief and were denied bail. Like... It's just a just a miscarriage of justice as far as I'm concerned. Like you can't, on one hand, have somebody that's killed four people and gets bail. And another hand, a person that basically has done mischief, according to, allegedly, according to the people that, 
that uh, charged her and is denied bail. It, it just doesn't smell right. It smells rotten in Denmark to me, folks. It just doesn't smell right at all. Anyway, speaking of rotten in Denmark, <laughs> nice little segue. Uh, have you ever seen the upheaval in the Netherlands going on right now? It's all because of the farmers uh, being overregulated by their governments. The government wants to cut them by 40%, literally killing their way of life. Check out this clip. In this clip, the Dutch farmers' protests spread like wildfire across EU. Dutch farmers' protests have spread to more European countries. Now in a show of solidarity, German, Italian, Spanish, and Polish farmers have launched protests. The farmers are protesting about rising costs of government restrictions put on livestock numbers and fertilizers used in a bid to cut carbon emissions under the proposals. Farmers would have to drastically reduce by 40% the amount of nitrous oxide and ammonia emissions that their livestock produces. Thousands of angry Dutch farmers have used their tractors to blockade parts of airports and roads. Straw bills have been torched in the streets and manure have, has been dumped at government buildings. Meanwhile, videos have emerged of Dutch supermarkets running out of food. So in a show of solidarity, German farmers join their fellow Dutch farmers to block roads into the city of Herrenberg on the Dutch-German border. Italy farmers held tractor protests and threatened to take their protests to the streets of Rome, and thousands of farmers held protests in Warsaw, carrying anti-government banners and placards. When farmers in India were holding protests, several Western media flooded 
with ill-informed news, falsely human rights issues was raised and some campaigns were run to only target Indian, India and malign its image in international form. No amid the protests, Netherlands police cracked down on the farmers like Canada did with truckers. Where are the human rights groups and the so-called Western media? It's great to see Canadians of this world standing up for what they believe to be just and true. So in another little article this week was also the assassination of Japanese former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. He was shot dead at the age of 67 in Nara. Now, Japan has the has the most stringent, strictest gun laws in the world, but they still could not avoid this from happening, this from Shinzo Abe getting assassinated. The man that actually assassinated him, given that, like I said, with having the most strict gun laws in the world, this still occurred because the gunman literally made his own primitive weapon. He made this shotgun just using pipes. So people that would say that, you know, guns don't kill people, crazy, radical people who have mental health issues kill people. It's very sad, very, very sad that this even happened. So I'm going to leave you with this last message. And this is about a 100-year-old veteran from the United States of America. Listen to what this veteran has to say. It's very powerful. Listen to these words. I don't know. I've, I've lived a good life. I mean, I've had a, a lot, a lot of happiness, happiness, smiling, telling everybody that everything was beautiful every day. If I went into my church and didn't say everything was beautiful, they'd think I was sick. And, I, and I'm not that way. I mean, I'm a, I, I, I sincerely believe in this old world that everything is beautiful. I mean, if I see, if I wake up in the morning and see these plants out here and, they, and all those flowers that are in there and the green grass on the, on the ground, that's beautiful. And people don't realize what they have. They bitch about it. And then nowadays, I am so upset that the things we did and the things we fought for and the boys that died for it, it's all gone down the drain. Our country's gone to hell in a handbasket. We haven't got the country we had when I was raised. Not at all. Nobody will have the fun I had. Nobody will have the opportunity I had. It's just not the same. And that's not what I was. That's not what they died for. <laughs> wow. What a powerful message. This man who put his life on the line with his comrades. And this message could go for not only America, but it could also go for Canada or a lot of other countries. Great Britain. God love this guy. Just just amazing. My heart goes out to him when, when he's uh, describing how he feels. And uh, you can tell it's very heartfelt for sure. Anyway, listen, that was a quick podcast on my part. Um, that was just a week that was. 
Um, I'm going to try to hopefully get another podcast out in the next uh, next several days. And try to at least get out once a, one a week. Um, please subscribe, hit the like button, and uh, don't forget my podcasts are on uh, Rumble as well. You can also get them on um, any app for Android or iPhone. I'm on Spotify. Um, you name it, you can you can find me. It's just the surge effect. Type it in, and it will pop up. Um, don't forget to like my uh, podcast because, especially on YouTube, because good algorithm and puts pushes me to the top. If you'd like to drop me a line anytime, please please feel free to drop that off at uh, the podcast podcast at the surge effect uh, Much appreciated. I'm also on Instagram, of course, the surge effect, and Twitter is the surge effect as well. And uh, like I said, I really appreciate you subscribing, hitting the like button, hitting that bell for notifications for my next uh, podcast. So I'm out and have a great day, everyone. Cheers. This episode sponsored by He Shirts, She Shirts. Go to www.heshirtsshishirts.ca. Just type in the letters TSA, the surge effect. When you check out, Type in TSA for your coupon and receive 10% off your next purchase. Thanks for listening to today's podcast, everybody.